You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. Hello, Van of very valiant and vivacious bone vivants. Welcome to Good Job Brain, your weekly quiz show and offbeat trivia podcast. This is episode 145, and I'm your humble host, Karen, and we are your... (gasps) Seminar of semi-aquatic and semi-sweet semi-pros who semi-talk about semi-colons. I'm semi-colon. <laughs> and I'm oh, semi-chris. I get it. And uh, Dana is not here today. She's in Mexico. Yeah, she's in Mexico. Yeah. So not even kidding. Screw that. Yeah. I don't I don't think she felt bad at all oh, about missing, missing today's show. <laughs> no, she's no. like, I'm out. And then she like texted us a bunch of uh, what, sunglasses and happy <laughs> oh, faces. Yeah, the emoji. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was like sun, sand, <laughs> drink, 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 food, food. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Thanks. Well, hope you're having fun, Dana. Today's episode is episode number 145. And every fifth episode, we don't really have a theme or a topic. We've all prepared our own quizzes and puzzles to stump each other and stump you guys, listeners. So today, enjoy all quiz bonanza number 29. All right. So throughout the show, I'm going to talk about a lot of uh, our, our listener feedback. Mascots, our last episode, generated a lot of buzz. Oh, yeah. Uh, from beginning to end. And uh, starting from beginning, in the Mascots episode for Pop Quiz Hot Show, we had 1960s Jeopardy. We did. Someone wrote in and said that it seems like it's all very easy and yeah. doesn't understand how hard. Right. The other categories could be. Yeah. So, Chris, I asked you a favor. Oh, yeah. Because I'm cherry-picking the 1960s Jeopardy stuff to things that I think we can actually answer. But, hey, if you want to crank it up to hard mode, <laughs> uh, I'm your guy. So, let me bust out the old 1960s Jeopardy game here. So, here we go with the, unless you're 75 years old, you're going to have a hard time with these. Pop quiz, hot shot. You're going to get, if you get more than one of these, I'll be really shocked. All right, here we go. Between us. The category can, is... Can we team up? Yeah. We can. Oh, All right. yeah, category let's... is... Yeah, we can combine our ages. Funnies. As in, <laughs> as oh. in the funny papers. Oh, good lord. Wow. Here All we right. go. All right, ready? For $10, Dinny is his dinosaur. Oh, Dinny. Well, it's not Flintstone. Well, yeah, no, it's not... It's not... Oh, oh. It's not Pogo. It's Dinny not. is his Hagar dinosaur. the Horrible. I feel like There's like a caveman y No, it? it's gotta it's gonna be it's gonna be earlier than that. This is gonna be really? something this is gonna be something mm-hmm. from like the forties or fifties. Those little light those little lights are ticking away though. Yeah, I I can't claim Hagar the Horrible. Uh it's not Hagar the Horrible, who's a Viking. Uh it is Ali Oop. Oh, okay. Ali Oop's dinosaur is Dinny. That's a lot of these are like, oh, sure, vague recollection. Sure. I've seen those before. Yeah. This one should be no problem. Uh Mr. Mixpitok, that's M X Y Z P T L K, is his enemy from the fifth dimension. 
uh, who is Superman. Indeed. Yes. Mr. Was mixed, the, mixed Pickles. He was the antagonist where you had to trick him into saying his name backward to I send him back to his home dimension. And Why did he keep falling for it? That, you know, even as like seven years old, I was like, yeah. well, I, one time, yep. sure. All right, you know what, Superman? Fool me once. <laughs> but the, that, that is, was it. Wait, the, it's so it's the you... fifth dimension, the dimension of contrived hacky writing. <laughs> can you Can you pronounce it? Backwards? Kleptomaniac. Oh! <laughs> no. I um, seem to remember... Cult... Cultism. It was, yeah, it was, like, it was like... Culpa, culpa 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 yeah, culpa it's like... Culpazixum. Yeah, culpa Zixum. Culpazixum. Culpazixum. How do you trick yeah, someone saying that? You, you know what? There are like... There's great examples on the internet of... Oh, yeah? Of, uh, every time that Superman fooled this, oh this guy. Oh, my God. Yeah, I gotta look that up later. Yeah. Did he like put up a Rebus puzzle or something? Yeah. They would do. Yeah, yeah. So he's sounding it out, <laughs> like lead him in a cheer, like give me a call. <laughs> oh yeah, you know. I mean, it's uh, yeah. This is all the great days of the Comics Code Authority because Superman <laughs> just couldn't fight like murderers. Yeah, he had to fight crazy wacky. Be- oh, anyway, all right. Uh, that was uh, twenty dollars. Got twenty dollars on the board there, Colin. for uh, forty dollars. The Saint Bernard Andy is his dog. Oh. Oh, is that um um uh uh the uh it's, it's I, oh god I mean it's not the little prince it's no, no, no. um uh, the Saint Bernard Andy <sighs> is his dog boop, boop, boop. Boop, boop, boop. <laughs> that is Mark Trail oh Mark never heard Trail. of him. Oh, that was like the His super dog. naturey. It was like the super realistic naturey one. Maybe why not? Maybe <laughs> why not? Man, yeah, okay. I think so. I think so. I think Woo. so. All right. For $40, the relationship of Abby and Slats. <laughs> slats. Old, slats. Good old Abby Slats. Abby Slats. Karen. Uh, siblings. No. Um, husband and wife. No. It is, uh, it is, it is, it is, it is aunt and nephew. Ah. Uh, <laughs> oh, and that's it. No, no extra information. No yeah. extra information. All right. Do not know that one. Finally, $50. She was the star of, quote, Jungle Comics. Jungle I've Comics. I've actually seen a page of Jungle Comics, but I have no idea she what the She was the star. Um, Colin. Who is uh, Sheba? Oh, so close, but I can't give it to you. Mm. You're onto it, though. It's it's actually uh, Sheena. Oh, Sheena, okay. Queen of the Jungle. Okay, yes. that, that was somewhere yep. in there. Yep. Was somewhere in there. Yep. So there you go. There is a typical 1960s Jeopardy round, <laughs> and we got exactly yeah. one. You got yeah. one. Yeah, we you got, got the one. Well, I you thought got one, got. and it was Superman. Well, it was yeah, like I mean, yeah. it's, it's the, it's the, some of the questions are still relevant today because of enduring popularity of the the thing. Um, but then anything that was a flash in the pan or that was like yeah. briefly popular in the 60s but went away, it's like it's it's asking like these little bitsy pieces of knowledge about it, and yeah. which at that time. Would, uh, would be known. Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. It's like, you can't beat Lady Gaga's this. <laughs> right. <laughs> right? Like, you could answer that question. Disco stick? Poker face. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> in, in 50 years, is somebody going to know that? But then they're going to be like, oh, was Lady Gaga. Oh, oh yes. that sounds familiar. Ah, uh, yes, Lady Gaga. Right. I saw, yes. Right. She, yeah. was, she was first lady from 2037. <laughs> of the Gaga land. <laughs> yeah. First of her name. <laughs> first <laughs> Well, there you go. You asked and we answered. Well, I guess we performed. You guys, hard, hard jeopardy, hard jeopardy, and, <laughs> and we got it. 
one of the emails we got uh, in response to our last episode was an um actually, and this one is this is a tough one. So this is from from a gentleman named Pat Bear. Pat Bear, yes, who said um actually in all caps. <laughs> On a recent GJB, Chris mentioned that his high school's mascot was the Thunderhawk. This is incorrect. <laughs> the mascot for North Branford High School is the Thunder. Bird. Yes. <laughs> the story goes that a popular teacher owned a purple and white Fort Thunderbird, and eventually the mythical bird became the school's mascot. <laughs> purple and white are the school's colors. Now, th- now that's interesting because I had never heard that story. Sincerely, Pat Bear, North Branford High School, class of '99. Oh, la di da, Pat Bear. <laughs> that I never actually heard that story before, but yes, I I misremembered. Speaking extemporaneously, said Thunderhawk. It was in fact a Thunderbird. <laughs> oh. Not cool enough to be regular hawks were just, just regular thunderbirds i love the uh the the level of specificity for the um actually here for our own yeah. personal anecdotes about our own lives right. are, are now subject to correction <laughs> also disclaimer uh pat is chris's high school friend also true also true yes <laughs> And before we continue, Karen, I have an um actually for you. Um actually, I recorded something for the mascot episode that you forgot to put in. <laughs> <laughs> it has, it, it has so come off, down off to the this. rails. We're off the rails now. <laughs> I'm telling you, last episode just so much feedback. <laughs> All right, we're going to drop in this episode. All right, let's do it. Let's it do it. It has nothing to do with... Nothing to do with anything, yeah. but the, it's the all-quiz show. Yeah. Nothing has anything yeah, to do yeah, with yeah. anything. Chris yeah, okay. made us a special... Uh, Here it is. Special thing. I mean, like, like, I don't think he did it and stuff. Oh, I don't think he could help himself, you know. Well, he said that when he found them, they were just floating there, bobbing up and down on the surface of a bowl of milk. You have a prepaid call from... The Cookie Crook. An inmate at General Mills Penitentiary. I swear I didn't take him. I think it was that dog. From Good Job Brain Studios in San Francisco, this is a story told week after week after week about whole grains, dairy, and a bowl full of inconsistencies part of this complete breakfast of journalism. This is Cereal. Okay, so <laughs> now that that's out of the way, let us let us kick off the all quiz bonanza proper here. I have a quiz for you guys. Uh, this is a, a second installment of a quiz I've done one time before. Uh, I called it "Who, What, or Where," but I think really I should have called it "Person, Place, or Thing." Ooh, yeah, yeah, because yeah, okay. that's really what this quiz is about. Uh, so this is the spiritual successor. I will give you guys a. I think this is the actual successor. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. I will give you guys a a person, place, or thing that has a famous name, uh, or perhaps may, you may not realize is named after something. You tell me, is it named after a person, named after a place, or named after a thing? And then for a bonus point, if you know the exact answer, you can go ahead and give me that as well. So, for example, if I said uh, Ferris wheel, person, place, or thing, oh, you would say person, person, Ferris Bueller, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, you would say is a person the Ferris wheel named after George Ferris Jr., the inventor. Yes, uh, if I said champagne, person, place, or thing, place, place, place. 
And then for the bonus point, you could say the Champagne region of France. Ooh, we get bonus points. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm all about extra bonuses wherever possible. Okay. There are at least one person, at least one place, at least one thing. I okay. will tell you that. Okay. I will okay. tell you that. Okay. And I have given you guys each a pad of paper. I will allow you each to write down your own answers. Uh, feel free to be funny if you like. Ooh. Here we go. The cardigan sweater, style of sweater, buttons in the front. Is the cardigan named after a person, a place, or a thing? All right, answers up. Chris says place. Karen says place uh, in Wales. I like that you're going for the extra guess. Oh. Uh, no, the cardigan is named oh. after a person. Okay. Darn. It, it does sound like a place, though. Like Cardiff. Yeah, yeah. It is named after James Brudenell, the... Earl of Cardigan. Of course. Of course. Of course. Wait, who one he... night was cold and requested a slice of meat between two <laughs> sweaters. <laughs> he was a uh, he was a major general in the British Army in the 19th century, and uh, apparently the cardigans uh, took their name from the style of garment that he and his officers wore, sort of wrapped around button between... in the front. <laughs> yes, and there were bread in each pocket. Two slices of bread. <laughs> <laughs> I love. I like how that joke. Earl of anything, yeah. Earl of anything. Earl of anything. One of, one of, when growing up, that's one of the trivia uh, stories and facts. You always hear it. The Earl of Sandwich was hungry. (laughs) Well, I think that's like our, one of our running gags to a pub quiz, you know? It's, it's like, oh, the Earl of Cheesesteak is where, you know, the (laughs) cheesesteak gets its name. But yes, the Earl of Cardigan. Earl of Condom. (laughs) (laughs) Between two slices of white bread. (laughs) <laughs> and when that didn't work <laughs> a torpedo oh, a type, wow. of, a type of armaments you would find on submarines and other seafaring vessels it's oh, a weird word what is a torpedo named after is it named after a person a place or a thing It's such a weird. I never thought of that. It's it's such a weird word. This is actually what uh, inspired this quiz. I was chasing down the meaning of this word one yeah. night, and yes. All right, answers up. Karen says thing. Chris says thing. Yes, a torpedo is named after a genus of electric ray. Get out. There oh. is called the torpedo. The illusion of the weapon is like something dangerous in the water oh. that's going to sting you and stun you and mess up your day. Wow. Yes. Uh, and torpedo, uh, it comes from and a they, Latin they word. Really, are they really electric? Wow. They, oh, they, they are yeah, not yeah, only yeah. electric, but they can administer a, a nasty little... Oh my uh, God. I only thought eels were. No, yeah, they can uh, just a a really, you know, it'll wake you up. How does that happen? Yeah, yeah, and I guess the uh, the torpedo comes from the Latin word torpere, like numb or paralyzed. So these, oh, yeah. as in like a, a torpor. Yes, torpor. Yes. Wow. Same root. Same root. Yes, the torpedo. Like the hummingbirds when they sleep, they go into torpor. Yeah. 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 Wow. Okay. All right. Learning something. The color. Magenta. Oh. Magenta. Does magenta take its name from a person, a place, or a thing? And answers up. Karen says place. Chris says thing. Karen is correct. Yes. Oh. It is a place. This is an interesting story. I so feel like- 
most weird colors uh-huh. are named after places because of dyes, maybe. I don't well, know. so you're 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 sort of right and and sort of wrong and all in one. Yeah. Uh, so That's Chris, my life. Chris, you had talked on an earlier episode about uh, colors that don't technically exist, yes. like in the visible spectrum, but they're kind of. You know, we perceive them like they're mixed in our brains. You right, know, it's right. a mixture of like uh, physiology. So uh, magenta is one of those colors. And it was originally, Karen, you're right, it was created as a dye. It was an artificial dye. Uh, and it was named Fuchsin originally. Oh, okay. Like fuchsia. After, like fuchsia. That's right. It was invented by a French scientist uh, named François-Emmanuel Verguin. And he invented it the same year as a major victory by Napoleon the Third in the Battle of Magenta. Wow. Which is a town in Italy. And he decided, like, this is such a big deal for, for the French. I'm going to oh, name I'm gonna rename color my it. color Holy after cow. magenta. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Shrapnel. Oh. Little bits of metal Shrapnel. that fly out from an explosion Shrapnel. or a hand grenade or something like that. Shrapnel. Is shrapnel named after a person? A place or a thing? Hmm. Answers up. Chris says thing. Karen says person. It is a person. Oh! Yeah. <laughs> Henry Shrapnel. No, my <laughs> I, no. I am not no. making this up. Henry Good Shrapnel. Good Henry Shrapnel. Henry Shrapnel was a British <laughs> army officer. Aren't they all? Aren't they all yeah. British army officers? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> At least it's not the Earl of Shrapnel. Right, yeah. right, right. Well, you know, he should have been. He was an officer in the Royal Artillery Regiment. And uh, in the late 1700s, he came up with a new design for a specialized oh. artillery shell mm-hmm. that would that would not just shoot bits of shrapnel like a like a big shotgun shell. They kind of had those shells already. Yeah. The problem that they had was like range. They're like, these don't work very well unless the guys are kind of close. So he came up with kind of like a fuse timer. So you would launch the mortar and then as explodes. the shell is in the air and gets closer to your, you know, your adversary. Yeah, it would... Then it explodes. And then... Man. And rains like like musket balls. It was kind of like like balls were the original, you know. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, I mean, it's it's a good sign. Kind I guess, of a dubious thing to, yeah. to have your name attached yeah. to. Just, yeah, yeah, like guillotine or somebody. It's, right, right, yeah, right. It's, you know, it's well, we're, this is so deadly. We're going to name it after you. Right, right, yes, right. Henry Shrapnel. You may have used it sometime in your life for therapeutic purposes. Epsom salts. Epsom. Epsom. Epsom salts, which are uh, magnesium sulfate. Um, I use a lot after runs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You can you soak, soak them. You can take them internally for a lot of uses as what? well. What really? Yeah, yeah. Magnesium mm-hmm. sulfate. You can. Yeah. Are Epsom salts named mm-hmm. after a person, a place, or a thing? All right. Answers up. Chris says place. Karen says thing. It is a place. Is it, is Chris it, has it. Is it? Could it be Epsom, New Hampshire, or is it? No, no it is Epsom. Uh, is a town in Surrey, England. Oh, Man. okay. As, as, it was famous as far back as the 1600s. Uh, they were famous. They had, there was a natural spring there Hmm. that bubbled up mineral water. And they, what they would do is they would boil down the water and get the salts out of it, the magnesium sulfate, Hmm. and used it for a variety of, you know, therapeutic purposes. Wow. Yeah. There were like health resorts and wellness, Hmm. you know, centers. Oh, so you knew a town. I knew that there is a town in New Hampshire called Epsom, which probably carries its name over from England. Yeah. It probably does, since it's in 
New, New England. England. Yeah, yeah. The um, newest England. <laughs> the newest of the Englands. Come check us out. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. A bobby pin. A bobby pin. Such as you might use to hold your hair back. Is a bobby pin named after a person, a place, or a thing? Hmm. Seems like it's a red herring because Bobby is a name of a person. I, I will say that the origin story that I had once heard as a kid turned out not to be true. Interesting. But I don't know if you heard the same one I did. Answers up. Uh, you both say thing. You are both correct. Oh, yes. okay. Now, right. OED, you know, sort of my ultimate source on these kind of yes, things. They yes. do say it, it is it is uncertain, but they believe it is most likely related to the Bob haircut. Oh, sure. A bobbed haircut for oh. women. Right. That uh, it yep. came into use around the same time as when bob haircuts were very popular, a little bit after. They compare it to, like, the bob and bobby socks, like mm-hmm. short yep. socks, bobby socks, Sh- okay. bobby it's pin, short, bob. Pin yep, yep, yep. Oh. They so That is the most likely explanation. Yeah. What there, was the thing that you heard when you were a kid that turned out to not be true? I had heard that it was uh, etymologically <laughs> to bobbies, like British police officers, oh. that it was, like, some part of their, you know, attire or their uniform. There oh. are stories... That's- there. Are stories floating around that it is named after a very famous Bobby hairdresser, you know, in yeah. Europe at the time. Sounds, Seems, like, sounds like something that an adult makes up when a kid asks a question. It totally does. It totally Whatever. does. Whatever. All right, last one here. And this ended up being my favorite one here. Because this this is another one. This is like an age-old mystery. Karen, I, I how many points it... do you have? I didn't count. Oh. But I think I'm higher than you. Well, I mean. So it is four to three. All right, Chris, you can tie it up here. I can't tie it. You can't can. Win. You, you could even take the lead if you know the exact Is it double answer. Double points. Oh, okay. Yes. All right. All right. Uh, you might file your nails with an emery board. Emery board. And until just a few days ago, I did not know this, but please tell me what is the emery in an emery board named after? Is it a person, a place, or a thing? All right. E-M-E-R-Y. Emery Board. Answers up. Karen says place. Chris says person. And then he even specified Ralph Waldo Emerson. I like that you're swinging for the fences there. I like that. I like that. Um, It, it is, in fact, a thing. Oh, oh, I cross it out, too. Uh, emery. Wow. This emery is uh, a type of rock, okay, uh, uh, ground up. So it is a board coated with emery. So here's where it's interesting, at least for me. So emery um, is a rock. It's, it's mainly corundum, okay? And corundum mm. is, is, is aluminum oxide, basically. It's like a mineral uh, in crystal form. You may be familiar with corundum in a yeah, couple of its familiar. other forms. Kitty litter? No, no. <laughs> uh, maybe sort of the other direction. Corundum, if it is nice and clear and has trace amounts of iron in it, will turn blue, and we call it a sapphire. Oh. Corundum, if it is nice and clear. Oh, oh that's what this and is. And has bits of chromium in it, it is red and is and a, a ruby. Ruby. So emery is like sapphire tiny, and rubies. Tiny rubies. Yeah, a little yeah. sort of, it's like their blue collar cousin is how I like to think of the emery and the emery board now. Yeah. So mm-hmm. emery is extremely hard. They crush it up. It does have other, other uh, materials Fill in it. Sand it's mostly, it's mostly corundum. Yes, yeah, so they crush it up, put it on the board, you file down your nails. All right, so Karen, narrow victory there, four yeah. to three. Yeah. 
All right. So I don't know if you guys saw, but uh, Big Hero 6, uh, the fantastic uh, new Disney movie, just came out on DVD. Blu-ray, it won an Oscar. It won an Oscar. won the Oscar for Best Animated Film. So anyway, I was thinking about Disney, and I was like, oh, we'll do a Disney quiz for all quiz. And then I was like, wait a gosh darn minute. I know Dana's not going to be there, and that means it's going to be just Karen answers all the questions. <laughs> I'm just get and Colin's just like, I'll yeah. just leave. Yeah. <laughs> so then I realized, okay, this is what I'm going to do. I've crafted a sports quiz that Colin can definitely get all the answers to. And I've crafted a Disney quiz that Karen can definitely get all the answers to. But I'm going to give you the sports quiz. (laughs) And I'm going to give Colin the Disney quiz. I love it. And we're going to see how you guys do with this. I love it. All right. All right. So let's see how – Colin will be sitting there sort of biting his lip during the entire – I know this. I know this. But we're going to see. Again, these are are very – generally easy questions for somebody who knows their stuff about this, which means it's going to be a challenge for somebody who totally doesn't. Okay. So we'll begin with Karen. Okay. And I'll give you a round of sport. Five questions. Five questions for each of you. All right. Here we go. All right. Question one. Oh, you know what? I want oh, to, I want Colin to say if he knows it or oh, not. Oh, yeah, yeah. If you don't, if you, if you don't get it, Colin, you can chime in okay. with the, with the answer. Now quiz Karen in the realm of sporting. (laughs) This NBA legend played his entire career for the Boston Celtics and was named MVP for the years 1984, 1985, and 1986. Karen. Oh, yeah, it's just me. I think she's going to get this. Who is Larry Bird? Absolutely. Who is Larry Uh, Bird? Yes. All right. I only know that because... My dad used to have a t-shirt of Larry Bird's face, like, like over print, like the whole t-shirt is his face with his mouth open. And so my dad would like take a nap and I would come into the room and be like, whoa, what is that? It's Larry Bird's face. It's a great slumdog millionaire moment. Yeah. 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 Um, question number two. This is golfer Jack Nicklaus's nickname. Golfer I Jack know Nicholas. I know who he is. Yes, yes. This is his nickname. I know he's very good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is it like Golfy McGolferson? Golf. Like, like Shooter McGavin. <laughs> Golf guy. Shooter McGavin. Oh. Shooter McGavin. <laughs> um, the pro. No, that's a that's a nice guess. I like though. that. That's yeah. a classic. Colin, guess. you want to go for it? I I believe Jack Nicholas is uh, the Golden Bear. He is the Golden Bear. Oh, I was Bear. gonna say the Golden Boy. Oh, oh man! Oh, you should have made Don't they have the jackets? The gold jackets, or is that green, just from Happy Gilmore? Jackets for yeah. the Masters, oh, okay, but yes. yeah, right, right. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Why is he a Golden it's... Bear? Who knows? I, I'm not uh, sure it... the origin of that nickname actually. Neither, and I didn't do enough research to find that out. So, <laughs> question like number three. Yeah. <laughs> question number three. From 1996 to 2007, this baseball team was managed by Joe Torre. From 1996. 1996 to 2007, this baseball team was managed by Joe Torre. It's T-O-R-R-E. Oh, Torre. Which is a weird way of spelling Joe, but there you have it. <laughs> East Coast. Um, Boston Red Sox? So close. New York? Oh, New York Yankees. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes, okay, yes, yes, yes. I, I, that's, that's, I like how you were able to intuit <clears throat> East Coast just from the manager's name. Just well, from the no, way I was speaking? Because I figured 2007, that was... Didn't didn't the Red Sox like have a win or something? It was a big deal. They did have a win and it was a big deal. Yeah, and so that's why I thought it was the timing. Oh, okay, oh, okay, got yeah. it, got it. Karen, question number four. Wow, Karen's okay. round of sport. Name any two of the seven Canadian NHL teams. 
Oh, this is easy. Oh, okay. Oh, she'll get that. I don't know. Oh, what's yeah. Easy and what's not. Um, well, there is, of course, the Toronto Maple Leafs. Yes. Uh, I believe Vancouver Canucks. There you go. You and got also it. the Montreal Habs or Habitan or Canadian. Canadian. Ottawa Senators. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you're doing pretty good. Colin, do you want to try to finish it off? Totally. Right. Senators, Maple Leafs. Senators, Maple Leafs, Canadians, Canucks. 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 Three left. Um, Is like Edmonton. Uh, Edmonton. Oh, yeah, Oilers. Edmonton, Oilers. Yeah. Two right. more. Oh, uh, Calgary Flames. Oh. Calgary Flames and one more. And one more. Yeah, what's, like, you have to think of major um, cities. The uh, Winnipeg Jets. The Winnipeg Jets. Wow. All right. Between the two of you. All right. And question number five. At age 29 in 1973... She beat 55-year-old Bobby Riggs in a Battle of the Sexes tennis match. Karen. Who is Billie Jean King? Absolutely. Very good. So let's see. Now, you okay, you've acquitted yourself well in the sports round. Um, Three out of five. Three out of five. Very good. Let's see Colin tackle these (laughs) Disney-themed questions. I'm I'm not feeling confident. I don't know. We'll find out. We'll find out. (laughs) We'll find out. We've talked a lot about Disney. Maybe through osmosis. I've absorbed a lot of information passively. Yep. Hopefully. Well, that's, I mean, you know, that's where Karen got all of her sports knowledge over the last, like, you know, five, six years. Well, video game, my dad's t-shirt. Right. Billie Jean King was from a trivia book. Yeah. There we go. Uh, when I was a kid. My dad did have a Dumbo t-shirt, so... No, no, <laughs> yeah, no. Okay, question one. What t-shirt did your dad have? <laughs> All right. Question number one. This Disney film features characters such as Toulouse, Marie, Duchess, and Roquefort. Okay. Uh, Toulouse, Marie, Duchess, Roquefort, it's all French. Uh-huh. So is that, uh, uh, Beauty and the Beast? Oh, it is not. Uh, uh well, you don't get to buzz it, <laughs> but, but you can go for it if you want to. Uh, what is the Aristocats? The Aristocats. Oh. Which the takes Aristocats. place, you're kind of close. It, it takes it place, take in place in France. Okay. It does and take the, place in France. And it has a, yes. little kittens and stuff. Well, I, I didn't hear Lumiere. That's the only one yeah. that I know oh, for 100%. Okay. I thought maybe. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. All right. All right. right. You know Marie, though. Marie's the white cat with the little purple oh, bow tie. Okay. That's where she's from. Yeah. Right, okay. Right, okay. Right. Got it. Sorry, I tried to pick characters that did not overtly suggest that this character is a cat. Yeah. <laughs> Are there other cat names? Thomas O'Malley, the, the, the alley, alley cat. cat. You just uh, say yeah. Thomas O'Malley. Scat cat. I guess I could have, yes. <laughs> name any two Disney musicals that feature song lyrics written by Howard Ashman. Okay, so I'm assuming that's like the, the later gen, right? So I think he started with Little Mermaid, is that one? So I'll say Little Mermaid and I'll say Beauty and the Beast. You are absolutely correct. <sighs> In fact, you nailed the two that he actually wrote all of the lyrics to. He also contributed a song to Oliver and Company uh, and then wrote three of the songs in Aladdin. Okay. Name the sequel to Fantasia. Oh, man. Um, fan- <laughs> the sequel to Fantasia. Oh, is it... It wasn't Fantasia 2000? Yes, it was Fantasia 2000. I almost overthought that one. Yes. I'm like, it's not Fantasia Barino. It's not yet. Fantasia (laughs) 2 Electric Boogaloo. Yeah. (laughs) Fantasia Barino. The sequel. I like it. We may need to know this one day. This is not a question, but uh, for a a bonus point for both of you. In what year was Fantasia 2000 released? (laughs) 
Well, okay. Well, it's got to be early because late would be stupid. Uh, I'll say 98, 1998. 99. It was released in 1999. It's okay. like, just remember, it's like Madden. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> in addition to its most popular Academy Award winning song, this movie also features the tunes How Do You Do and Everybody's Got a Laughing Place. Oh, man. Okay, so I'll just keep it to Academy Award winning. I, I believe Aladdin won something for an Academy Award for music. I'll guess Aladdin. It is It is not Aladdin. Uh, okay. What? Wow, you haven't been to Disneyland you can, in a I will while. tell you, yeah, you can hear both of these songs being <laughs> sung uh, on a certain ride at Disneyland. I got nothing. Uh, uh, okay. I believe that was Song of the South. Song of the South. Oh. The, or, the Academy Award winning song being, Colin, want to take a stab at it? Um, zippity doo Zippity doo da. All right. Uh, and all right. finally, all right. How are you My doing, last Ashley, by here. the way? I think I've you got, got you two. Ashley got Fantasia. Two. So you can tie this up. Here we go. All right. Here it is. Here it is. <laughs> there's the big old softball right across the plate just for you. The titular characters of this film are named Todd and Copper. And Copper. Okay, so the... Man, now I'm drawing a blank on anything that has title characters. Todd and Copper. Todd and Copper. Todd and Copper. Or... Oh, right, okay. They, they must be some kind of animal. Are they, like, uh, cousins or... Uh, yeah, newsies? Is it Newsies? <laughs> <laughs> I wish it was Newsies. <laughs> I had to yeah, but caramel, that is, that caramel school you on. I know. Yeah, it's right, it's right. That's true. true. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> The fox and the hound. Oh, the fox and the hound. Wow. The fox and the hound. Oh, One of the saddest movies. Yeah. Ever. Wow. I've yep. never seen that as a Voice kid. Voice by. I've never seen that one. Oh, I don't remember. Uh, who was what? Kurt Russell? What? Really? Yeah. And oh, mm-hmm. the other person's famous too. Was it? It was like an old actor. I think it was like uh, Mickey Rooney or something. And whatever. I'm a hound dog. I'm a hound dog. <laughs> oh, so cute. Oh man, I haven't thought about that. One. I should see that one again. <laughs> Well, Karen, you're better at sports than I am at Disney, so there we go. No Star Wars question or Marvel question. I guess that kind of defeats the spirit of A little, it. yeah. 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 I get, oh, and now I'll quiz you about <laughs> Disney <laughs> characters. <laughs> when Who is Luke, Luke Skywalker? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was yep. good. I like that. Oh, Man, thanks. Yeah. It's so funny because they're all so easy for me, <laughs> yeah. and yet my questions are so easy for you. But <laughs> Yeah, like, I like I like like when Chris was reading the Joe Torre question, like you're writing down the years, and I'm like, oh, I don't need to know I the know years. It. Yeah, I, know, yeah, I, I don't need to know what years yet. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's great. All right. This this is why we're a team. Yeah. This is why we're a team. This is why we're. This is why we are uh, hated. Actually, hated (laughs) throughout the entire food truck park. (laughs) Hissed and booed at our own pub trivia. People do. I feel like they're smiling when they do that. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, we had parody teams (laughs) making fun of us. All right, and let's take a quick break. A word from our sponsor. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? 
the federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute. All right, my turn. And this relates back to feedback that we got from our mascots episode. It's just so weird. And this is a good point. Someone did say that that episode was the most U.S. centric. Yeah. Which uh, one? Inter- our mascots episode. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Considering yeah, back yeah, yeah. that. Well, all, the, all the sports all, was U.S. Well, sports. Well, except for UP, which is oh, Canadian. Yeah. And North, North American, certainly. Michelin Man is French. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah. And you have a bunch of Japanese characters. Mm-hmm. So, in the spirit of that, I have mm-hmm. a international segment. Oh. Uh, I'm bringing back, and I did this once before, international song covers. Oh, I love these. Of oh, right. English songs. And I mean English as in it can be American or famous songs. Originally sung in, sung in the English language. Exactly. Yeah. And now these are, in another language. Now in another language. So and maybe different arrangement. To, what are we trying to guess? So... Two things. Oh. I'm gonna make it trickier. Two things. One is, can you name the original artist performed that song, okay. or or the song is fine too. These are all famous songs that you two all know. Yeah. Should know. Okay. All right. <laughs> Should um, all know. The other part is, can you tell me what language it is? Oh, okay. Okay. Sounds good. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> You're so sassy today. <laughs> First one to uh, wet your appetite. Everybody, Rolling Stones, Painted Black. French? Uh, that was my first guess at first, but the longer it played, the, the less I thought it was It's French. like I don't understand the words, but it sort of sounded like a French It started accent. off sounding French, but by the end, I don't know. Esperanto. It is French. Oh, it is? Oh, okay. okay. Right. okay. Uh, Painted Black by the Rolling Stones by Marie Laforette. Next one. <laughs> Chris, is this the? Was this the cores? Incorrect. Oh, I, I believe it was the cranberries. Oh, the Correct. cranberries. And was that? Was that? Uh, it wasn't song. For, song for my father. What was it called? Oh, let's was do. It? Yeah. Oh, to my family. Oh, yeah. Do, do, my, do, was, this is a dream. Dreams. Dreams. And what language was that? It, was that a uh, Swedish? Oh, I was gonna say maybe. I was gonna say maybe Spanish, but again, the longer it went on, it didn't. I didn't sound. I don't know. That was in. Cantonese, oh, Chinese, Cantonese. Wow. So yeah. nowhere close. Nope. Not <laughs> guesses of not Swedish or Spanish. Right. Okay. But yes, that was a cranberries. Cranberries. Dream. Wow. Next one. We're moving up in difficulty. Here we go. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
e deixei escapar das mãos Se o futuro assim permitir Não pretendo viver em vão Meu amor não estamos sós Tem um mundo a esperar por nós No infinito do céu azul Pode ter vida em Marte, então fica Me dá a sua língua Então vem, eu quero abraçar você Going around the world Oh, what is that? Well, I'm going to say, is it, is it in Portuguese? Yeah Yes, okay. yeah, it sounds it's Portuguese. in Portuguese yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah, but I know that song, what is that? It sounds slowed down from the original Yeah Can you play it, you play it one more time, one more time e deixei escapar das mãos Se o futuro assim permitir Não pretendo viver em vão Meu amor, não estamos sós Tem um mundo a esperar por nós No infinito do céu azul Pode ter vida em Marte Então fica Me dá a sua língua Então vem Life on Mars. Uh, oh, I do not know that. <laughs> David, David Bowie. Oh no. Oh, okay. Yes, yes. This was just. This was just. Uh, Slow. Yeah. I don't know how to pronounce his name. Say Jorge. Say George. Say Jorge. If you watched Steve Zissou in the Life Aquatic by Wes Anderson, yes. he is one of the crew members, yes. and he sings. I think the soundtrack was all him yes. singing David Bowie. Covers, covers. in right. Portuguese right. oh, okay. yeah. with a guitar. Really good. That's right. So that's him. Here's another one. Uh, listen carefully. Listen to the beat. Okay. <laughs> the arrangement is a little bit different, but the beat is the same. Uh, Colin. That's a cover of the Gorillas, I believe. Correct. Um, Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood, yes. Man, again, these languages. How does that, how does that song? I'm happy oh. when I'm sad oh. sunshine in my head, right. my huh. useless. Yeah, da, mostly da, correct da, there. Yeah, da, I think you got a word or two wrong. Da, yeah, da, yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody with, but you know, get Albert. me out of right, my Right, yeah, yeah. Huh. And Del, right. Huh. Um, so it was, a slow, it was like a yeah. little bit slower version. It did sound like it beat-wise, though, yeah. But all of this to dance around the fact that I have no good guess on the language there. Um, I'm going to guess again, I don't know, Eastern European something? Mm, yeah, mm, I, I don't mean, know. I mean, in terms of, well, it's not. <laughs> Geographically. Yeah, I'm not picking it up. It's tough. It is Lebanese uh, Arabic. Okay. Oh. Huh. This group is fantastic. Uh, and this song, this arrangement, he later raps too. It's it's really cool. All one I guy. I really like it. Oh, no, it's like a band. Oh, okay. In terms okay. of the vocalist. That's cool. I all like right. that one as well. These are all good. One last one. All and right. this is kind of a jokey one. It was in a movie. So maybe it's not commercially released. Okay. And the person who's singing is not a famous singer. <laughs> all right. He's an actor. All right. So please give me uh, the original artist of the song that's being covered and perhaps the language. 
llegaré y mi sombrero me pondré tempranito llegaré si me dices que me Chris. The song is I Want You to Want Me. Yes. Oh. Is it, is that sounds Chet? No. Cheap Trick. Cheap Trick. Oh, Cheap trick. oh okay. Though well, I Want You to Want Me. Okay. Yeah. You don't want me. Yeah. In Spanish? It sounds Spanish. Spanish, okay. yes. Right. It's from, uh, wow. <laughs> the person singing was, um, what's his name? Gail Bernal Garcia. Oh, Gail Garcia Bernal. Yes. Uh, the, one of the famous Mexican actors, he was in a movie and he like had a cheesy like oh, music, right fake on. music video in the movie. It's a really crazy fake video. Cool. Well, good job, you guys. There hey. was a trip around the world. <laughs> uh, I feel like we got e- either the language or the song for all yeah. of them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> awesome. Hey, Matt. Did you know that wombats poop cubes? Nope. Never heard that before. Did you know the unicorn is the national animal of Scotland, Ken? I didn't know, nor do I care. Neil, did you know that Liechtenstein is the only doubly landlocked country in Europe? Jeff, isn't that an American pop artist? Well, actually, it's both. If you want to learn things like that and more, join us each week on Triviality, a pub trivia-style game show podcast where a lack of seriousness meets a little bit of knowledge. Listen in each week to answer general knowledge trivia alongside exciting guests from around the world. And we're here, too. Join us every Tuesday for new hour-long episodes of Triviality, plus tons of extra theme content on everything from The Office and Lord of the Rings to science and geography. And sometimes we even do sports. Find us on all your preferred podcast apps and take part in the fun of playing bar trivia without the need to wear pants. Real mature, Jeff. Forget it, Neil. It's Triviality. As part of our uh, ongoing effort here to internationalize <laughs> the podcast, Indeed. Karen, I too have a quiz with a bit of a around the world bent to it. This is a quiz called When in Rome. So in this quiz, uh, it is geared around country names. Yes. Uh, but the country names that people who live in that country right. call All their way. home country. Yes. So, uh, we will start easy. We'll, we'll go get you, we'll roll here. They will get less easy as we go. So I will give you the name of the country in that language, or if it's a country that has more than one language, sort of the, the dominant language. Oh, yes, oh, okay. yes, anglicized. None of these are in a script. I will hold up a printed out copy of the name oh, for you. you. Yeah. Um, oh. just make it a little bit easier because, yeah. you know, I love you guys. I want this to be We're pro. Successful. We have high production value now. We have a printer. And uh, please, dear listeners, if you or your family are from one of the countries that I mentioned on this quiz, uh, bear with me. I'm doing my best. Trying not to butcher the pronunciation of your homeland. pronouncing words in many different languages. All right. So you have a pad and pen. You will write these down. I expect some of these you will get right away. Some you may need to think about. Here we go. What country is known in its native language as... Deutschland. Deutschland. Springtime. And when you are ready, answers up. 
Chris says Germany. Karen says Germany. You are correct. Yes, Deutschland, the land of the Deutsch people. <laughs> oh, really? Uh, going way back etymologically. Why do we call it? Why do we call it Germany? It's you know because we get a root from one tradition. The oh. locals have a root from another tradition. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we simplify things just because languages are crazy. What country in its native language is known as Nihon? Nihon. N i h o n. Just to pad this out and give you enough time to write this down, because I know you know. Let's see. Answers up. Chris says Japan. Karen says Japan. Correct. Yes. All right. What country is known to the people who live there as Sverige? Sverige. S-V-E-R-I-G-E. Sverige. And again, I'm not going to do a cartoonish accent here. Sometimes the way the word looks is a little bit of a clue. Answers up. Chris says Sweden. Karen says Sweden. You are both correct. It is Sweden. Sverige. 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 Yes. All right. What country is known to the people who live there in their language as Hellas? (laughs) That is hella cool. (laughs) Hellas cool. H-E-L-L-A-S. And answers up. Karen says Greece. Chris says Greece. Yes, it is Greece. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, yes. I didn't, I didn't know this. Oh, as in yeah. Also, Elada is E-L-L-A-D-A. <laughs> also acceptable, but Hellas is the, the much more archaic going way back. Right. Yeah. If you're, if you're like an Olympics nerd, some of these will be very easy for you, you, because you'll see, you know, like when you're watching the Olympics, they'll have the names of their country in... on their uniforms, on their attire, things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you may recognize some of these. All right, getting a little bit more tricky here. What country is known in its native language by the people who live there as Swomi? Swomi. S-U-O-M-I. Swomi. Wow. Getting tricky here. Wow. This may be a you know it or you don't one. I can give you some clues if you'd like. This is a... Scandinavian country. Oh, good. Oh, Karen, that made her smile. I think she is on it. Huh. Okay. Okay, answers up. You both said Finland. You are both correct. Yes. All right. Yes. Okay. That is the name in in Finnish. They do also speak other languages there, but in Finnish, Swomi. All right. What country is known in its native language as Österreich? Wow. Oh, umlaut O. S T E R R E I C H. Osterreich. Well, Reich is like uh-huh. rain, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Realm, rain, Oster-rain. land. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, hold on one second. Think okay. About this. I think you can reason this one out. Yeah. I think uh, you can, yeah. Uh, Karen says Austria. Chris uh. says Easter Island. <laughs> it is, in fact, Austria. Austria. Karen's, yes. Osterreich, uh, which know. means Eastern Realm. Oh, you're right. Okay. You're oh. on to the right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're close with the East. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, Easter you're kind Island. of the East. True. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. We're going to close out here with some tricky ones here. So what country is known to the people who live there? As Magyarorsag. And I will give you a hint. Mm -hmm. Um, This is the home of the Magyar people. So if you know what part of the world the Magyar people live in. So that's M-A-G-Y-A-R-O-R-S-Z-A-G. 
And if you don't know where the Magyard people are, then this will not help you at all. No. Can I write two guesses? Sure, we'll allow two guesses. Really? Yeah. Okay. Why not? I'll only count the first, but I'll allow you to take a follow-up guess. <laughs> all right. All right. Answers up. Chris says Hungary. Karen says Mongolia and Macedonia. <laughs> Sorry, both incorrect. Chris has it. It's Hungary. Oh! Yes, yes. Hungarians are the Magyar people, uh, historically. Yeah, yeah. And I'm sure I'm slightly butchering the pronunciation. I do apologize. Wow. <laughs> yeah. It's so different. Hmm. Some of them, some of them are so close. You know, I mean, it's like, like the French call it France. France. And so we spell oh. it the same. That's about as close as you could get all the way up to Hungary and Magyar Orsag. What country is known in its native language to the people who live there as Hrvatska? Hrvatska. H-R-V-A-T-S-K-A. Slavic. Sounds Slavic-y. I I think you're th- you're you're thinking in the right you're thinking yeah. in the right you're you're trying to clue in on the language what does it sound like yeah yeah I mean be it's not Russia it's be not Ukraine, Russia Estonia Latvia Lithuania Hrvatska Bel- Belarus if you were a hardcore Olympics nerd you'd be like oh yeah oh sure oh. sure all right okay so write something down uh, okay. These are the hard ones. These are the hard ones. Right. So there's no shame in not knowing these answers. All right. Chris says Poland. Karen says Ukraine. No, it is Croatia. Oh, Croatia. Wow. Hrvatska. Maybe Hrvatska wow. is pronounced Croatia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm just pronouncing all of these wrong. All right. Last one. This is it, huh? The last one. Here we go. Uh, and, I'll, and, and, and I'll give you a little clue. There are, there are many dialects spoken in this country. Got it. Many, many dialects and languages this is one of them. spoken in this country. Um, they all, in all of them, the word is very similar. Uh, sure. What, what country is known in the predominant languages and dialects there as Bharat? Oh, that sounds B-H-A-R-A-T. B-H-A-R-A-T. Bharat. Oh. And this is a slightly shortened version of the full complete name, but this is the sort of colloquial. Huh. Well, bot is Thai currency, B-H-A-T, but mm-hmm. I don't think Thailand has that many different languages. Answers up. Karen says Indonesia. Chris says Iraq. It is, in fact, India. Oh! India. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that was... Those are the hard ones, you guys. I've heard that at, at some point, I guess, but yeah, would, wow! Would not be able to uh, pull that up. So wow. you guys, did well done. You guys, I mean, so it's the hard uh, ones are hard. The hard ones are hard, and I like re- I like the way you guys try to reason reason them out by the language. Yeah, some one good, your clues. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Great. Some good uh, diversification and internationalization of the uh, of the old podcast here. And we have one last well segment or surprise. I surprise. guess surprise. Chris has prepared a surprise. Yes. Uh, every now and again we do this. Not very often, but uh, it's a little rollover puzzle. That I'd like to leave you with. Basically, here is a quiz that you guys can take over the week as you're waiting for the next episode of Good Job Brain. And then we'll let you know how you did. So, here we go. I'm looking for the name of a musical artist. And I'm going to play you some song clips. None of these song clips are by <laughs> the musical artist uh, who I am searching for. Um, but what you need to do is, first, identify the artists of these song clips. Um, and then once you have those artists, you should be able to tell me what musical artists I'm looking for. Uh, you're, what you're really going to want to do is to 
uh, write down the names of those artists in a list. And then somehow magically <laughs> you you may it's find a puzzle. it's it is a puzzle <laughs> sometimes trivia is hard you may find that if you write down those names of those artists that uh that you will ascertain the name of another musical artist a totally unrelated musical artist and that is the answer to the puzzle uh so we will play you now this series of five audio clips please enjoy Waking up in the morning, gotta thank God. I don't know, but today seems kinda odd. No barking from the dog, no small. And mama cooked the. So there you go. They're all smashed together. Um, you know, if you need to use Shazam, you should use Shazam. Yeah. If you need to, if you want to look up the lyrics, look up the lyrics. Do do whatever you feel like if you, you got to do. Nobody's the time stamps, You can look at nobody's the looking. There's no prize on the line. It's a little <laughs> fun thing to do. If you want to send Karen an email at gjb.podcast.gmail.com with the answer to the puzzle. And also, you know, just some nice words of encouragement for us. Because <laughs> it's like a bribe. It is. It is. It totally is. And, um, you know, shoot her, shoot her a nice little email uh, it's somewhere containing the, the answer to the puzzle. Maybe the first person or the first couple of people to nail it. We'll give you a shout out. With on the shout show. out, yeah. How about that? Or bonus points if you reply back with a puzzle. Oh, bonus points if you. There we go. Bonus where the points an, where if the you solution reply is back the solution. with a puzzle. Ooh. Oh. What are we setting ourselves up for here? I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. I'm don't not know. sure. We'll see. You guys, you guys are all very creative, it's especially the Australians. So just <laughs> send us send us uh, the answer in some Lucy creative Goosey. way. We're gonna get all a right. crocheted answer from Australia. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. If you want to send us the answer in form of karaoke, please do not <laughs> please just stop yourself now all right and that is our show thank you guys for joining me and thank you guys listeners for listening in uh hope you had fun today uh colin and i had a nice sports disney showdown that was good that was <laughs> like fun cross information i like exchange. the i like that yeah i like that you're strong at this i'll ask the other person that um of course you can find our show on itunes on stitcher on soundcloud and on our website goodjobbrain.com thanks to our sponsor audible and we'll see you guys next week bye, bye. Traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. 
Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute.